This is a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. The views expressed and opinions given by the individual hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Z-Talk Radio, its affiliates, or sponsors. For those of you who don't like this type of music, we apologize, but in the words of the infamous Dr. Phil, It ain't about you! Now shut up and listen. You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Healthy People Radio. I'm Helene Burke, your host. I'm a registered dietitian, and Healthy People Radio is on the Z Talk Radio Network Tuesdays, Thursdays, and twice on Fridays. And um, we are a mind, body, soul radio show, so we really cover the gamut, anything that affects mind, body, and soul. And we talk about killers in the kitchen and conscious cuisine and therapeutic cuisine. And sometimes our guests uh, show up on time and sometimes they don't. Today, our guest is here, right here, right now, Dr. Dream, doing the Tour of Love and uh, keeping us up to date about all the happenings and the uh, uh, vibrational medicine outcomes that you've been having on your tour. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. Yeah, well, I, I'm so glad you, I thought I expected you in 45 minutes, but you know what? Now is perfect. <laughs> I love it. Divine timing. Yeah, yeah. So for those who didn't hear your first interview about all the multiple modalities and what you're doing, why don't you catch everybody up? Well, we are on in the midst of 15 weeks, two countries, seven states, 40 cities, and 53 sessions 
and this is the summer 2010 tour of love and what we're doing is we're going to all these cities and we are doing uh, multiple modality group energy experiences and specifically what we're doing is unconditional love activations and so I'm coming to you live right now from Haley, Idaho, outside of uh, Sun Valley and Ketchum. And uh, we didn't know how we were going to get connected. We were up in the mountains uh, this morning doing some uh, some work with some people. And uh, uh, they let me know earlier this morning, they said, you're not going to have uh, cell phone or Internet access. And I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? But, you know, the way those things work out, here I am. And I'm I'm so happy to be back with you. Yeah, so you've been in the mountains where there are no connections, and you've been doing exactly what in those mountains? <laughs> well, <laughs> we want details, details. <laughs> this morning, uh, we, we headed up uh, north of Ketchum, and I do um, a number of different things. Um, I'm, uh, my abundance comes from a number of different channels. And uh, we're, we're doing this tour of love with my uh, big truck that has a mast, M-A-S-T, a mast on the back that um, I use to do what's called elevated photography. And it used, it used to be my mainstay. Now it's more of a hobby. But um, we shoot uh, multi-million dollar homes from five stories off the ground. Um, I, I send a camera up and, and I run a 60-foot USB cable to a laptop in the front seat. So specifically, right before we got to you, we were shooting a $2 million home up in the mountains. Uh, amazing uh, country up here. And uh, over the years, I've done a lot of work up here. And so as long as we were in the area... Uh, you know, we thought, well, let's open up the channel and see what we can, uh, what additional money we can bring in to uh, assist us on on this journey. And so, we've been doing some work here. That's one of the things I've I've made a deal with my universe, and uh, that is, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And the second part of the deal is pretty much me saying, listen, you know what I need to get done, and here are the channels that I've opened up to, you know, provide uh, uh, for everything that I'm doing. And it doesn't particularly matter to me where the money comes from. And so it's so, about keeping those two conversations in balance. Yeah. And, and you know, more and more, I mean, I'm, I'm also sending out to the universe that I'd like to sell this photography business. But, you know, to be quite honest with you, in two days we'll pull in about $1,700 uh, shooting properties. And we're outside in the sun um, in one of the most beautiful places in the country, uh, Sun Valley, Ketchum, Haley, Idaho. So and, I, I was going to uh, ask you, yeah, I, I was going to ask you what compels you to, uh, you know, take pictures of people's roofs. I mean, you're doing this for like real estate assessment. Is that what it is or... Uh, no, for uh, uh, people that are selling their homes. Realtors hire me to get these pictures of homes that are unlike any other photo that you can get. I, I actually have a website, photographyworks.com, and the photos are amazing photos. Um, it's not like what you would think uh, of a photo of someone's roof. What you're getting is 
um, the property in context um, with with the location. So you're seeing here, you know, um, towering mountains behind people's homes and and things like that. And so it's just a business that I got into about five years ago. And in the the real estate heyday, I used to do about I don't know between two and five thousand dollars a week. I'm in this business. Normally, I'm out there alone just taking pictures of beautiful homes on beautiful properties. And it's it's just been one of those channels uh, for abundance that I've kind of left open. I've got, uh, you know, my uh, associates here with uh, Portal to Ascension. Actually, Neil went back to Orange County for a couple of days to um, celebrate his sister's graduation. But Ilya is here, and he looked at me yesterday after we did some shooting, and he said, wow, you – you really, you really are abundant. You really know how to manifest. Wow. And I said, yeah, isn't this fun? <laughs> you know, but, but I'd like to have it come more from Dream the Biggest Dream and, and what I do as Dr. Dream and on the tour of love. Um, but you know what? These days, abundance is abundance, and I'm, I'm happy to be in that flow. And I think that's, that's an important message for people is, you know, open up the channels for the universe to provide you the financial energy, you know, the energy of money, and uh, make sure those are channels that, that you really love, that, that, um, that, that you get excited about, that it's not like, oh, I have to go do this job. You know, when I'm out there taking pictures today, I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful and, and looking around at this beautiful country and just, you know, I can't get enough of it. And so I think the universe looks at that and says, Oh, look, he likes this and he likes, you know, the, <laughs> the income that comes from it. Let's keep giving it to him. Well, yeah, why complain about it? I mean, it's actually a, a good thing. It's, it stimulates the right side of your brain, all that, uh, you know, creative energy, visual, visually, it's stimulating, stimulating and creative. And, you know, it just uh, gets you on every level. So why even stop, you know? And plus, it's an income, as you're saying. You know, when when the source pro provides, you, you know, why question where it's coming from? As long as it resonates with your being, you know, what you came here to do or what brings you joy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's exactly it. It, it brings up an interesting point. I do some other business consulting, and um, you know, we've been. I've been getting checks recently for between you know five and. Well, $2,500 and $10,000 to do this consulting. And I started looking at it and, and saying, you know, well, why is so much abundance coming from that area? And it got me to focus on my belief systems. And I said, is it because I believe that I can manifest a $10,000 check from my business consulting where at this point my belief system doesn't support that type of income coming from Dream the Biggest Dream. And I was like, that's exactly it. And so then it allows me to take a look at my belief system surrounding Dream the Biggest Dream, which is me putting myself out there and helping thousands of people. And it's like, well, why can't $10,000 every couple of weeks come from that? You know, and, and addressing that belief system. And I, I think this is an important for all of us to to take a look at how things work in our lives and then to bring it back inside of ourselves and say, okay, how is my belief system making this happen? Because our belief systems create our reality validating our belief systems. 
But what happens is, as soon as you shift a belief system, as soon as I shift a belief system that that financial energy can flow to me from dreaming the biggest dream in a bigger way, it'll happen immediately, and thereby validating that new belief system, and then that becomes the new circle that we're moving in. Well, you can find a sponsor that will bring in that money, right? Sure. We're looking at, we, we are really fond of this, uh, being on the road with the Tour of Love, and um, we, interesting you would say this, and that this would be the conversation right now, uh, Ilya and I, for the last uh, day and a half, have been energizing how to be on the road solid for the next year. Um, and, and not have a place in Southern California anymore and just be traveling across this incredible country and Canada and into Mexico um, and how that can work. And we, we came up with a plan yesterday. It's one that's been percolating for me for the last, you know, I don't know, 10 years. And so it's about time to make it into reality. And just as we came up with it, the universe provided us some signs. We, um, Ilya uh, and Neil have this um, deal with the universe that anytime they see uh, the number uh, four seven, that that's a very powerful message for them. And right at that moment, our um, our mileage was was something four seven something something seven four, and then the something else was four seven. I mean, there were two things all at once that the four seven jumped out at us. Hmm. And we looked at each other and was like, oh, my gosh. And I said, look, look when it happened. It's, it, it happened right as we were energizing this plan to be on the road in a you know, $300,000 motorhome with a couple of drivers and, and some other people supporting our efforts and going all around the country. And I said, you know, do we need any more of a sign than that to say this is what, um, you know, from – from here on into 2011 is going to be about for us. You know, so, uh, I, that, for me, exactly right. for me, that all adds up to 11. You know, right? And I think that's that plays into it. And I'm not quite sure. I've been on the road. You know, we've been on the road now 11 or 12 days. And uh, I was saying in my podcast last night that um, feels like we've been on the road six or eight weeks, and I mean that in a good way. And I think what happened is you spoke with us a day and a half before we left for this journey. Uh, so about two weeks ago, uh, 15 days ago exactly, actually. And um, the, the moment we left, we all released our attachment to what our life back in Orange County was about and what our routine was about, and we embraced being on the road. Time has become something very different for us, and uh, it's, it's just been incredibly exciting. And I have got stories, and I mean, some of the things that have been going on with us are just as beautiful and miraculous as, as anything I've ever experienced. Oh, good. We want to hear some stories. I will go for a quick break in a minute or two, but definitely share your stories and your miracles. Um, and now, now you also mentioned a couple of sites. One was the uh, touroflove.com, but there was another site you just mentioned. Oh, that was the photography site. If anyone is listening and just had an interest in seeing the type of photos, um, it's 
photographyworks, W-O-R-K-S dot com. And that's the photography site. It's got photos I've taken, you know, over the years of beautiful homes and beautiful settings. Just I wanted to put that out there as long as we uh, we were talking about it. So if someone said, what is this shooting from a mast five stories off the ground, they can go and see, you know, what kind of pictures. But um, the main site that we're all about these days is... Uh, www.touroflove.com, and that's got our schedule. Um, we're still finalizing a few dates, but boy, things have really come together for us since we spoke to you last. Oh yeah, like what's come together? Well, we we locked up uh, some uh, great locations in Portland. One of the things that's exciting for us, and we just experienced it recently, is uh, double dates. Uh, in one location. That means doing two activations in one location. And uh, actually, I want to go into that related to Idaho Falls. We've just come out of Idaho Falls, but um, it's a bit of an involved story. So um, I don't want to dive into that one just yet, but there's a lot of excitement when we go, you know, this whole multiple modality group energy experience, unconditional love activation, you know, and they look at the site, it's like, it's so outlandish and so unusual and there's 10 or 12 modalities being used on us in a three three and a half hour experience and what's this about well when we do one in a city and people get it then the next one we have about uh four times as many people at the next one because everyone wants their friends and their family to experience it now that they know what happened. So when are the ne- what are the next few cities you're going to be hitting up? Because there's people listening to this podcast uh, all over the world, really, all over the country. Where are you going to be in the next week or two? Well, good question. We leave, uh, well, tonight we're in uh, Haley, Idaho, and then we go North Lake Tahoe, Reno, uh, Sacramento, Oakland, Santa Cruz, Berkeley, San Francisco, Redding, Ashland, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, two dates in Seattle. Um, then we've got some real exciting things brewing in Vancouver and Victoria, BC, and then back through Seattle, Portland, Mount Shasta. Uh, then we hit uh, Eureka, Santa Rosa, San Francisco, and San Rafael again, Sacramento, Stockton, Santa Cruz. Monterey, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, Ventura, Ojai, and then we're back into our neck of the woods, Los Angeles, Huntington Beach, Costa Mesa, and Lake Forest, Um, and then we've got, that's a a few days that we're back home, which is interesting, literally for a few days, and then I uh, perform a a wedding commitment ceremony on the beach in um, Santa Barbara, and then we go up to to Burning Man, Black Rock City, Nevada, for the uh, annual Burning Man event. And we'll be doing, uh, I think, seven activations there at Burning Man. There's 60,000 people plus that gather there each year. So we're, we're booked up between now and September the 6th. Huh. I've heard a lot about Burning Man, and everyone has tales to tell. And uh, anyhow, okay, great. Well, let's go to a very quick break, and we can delve into one of your mystical, magical stories, okay? I love it. Great. We'll be right back. If this station's not your cup of tea... Drink coffee! 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 
coffee. 100% news. 100% information. 100% guarantee. Thought you might say that. <laughs> You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network. Listening to Healthy People Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network, and Dr. Dream is on the line doing the multiple uh, modality activation tour across the West Coast. Uh, so, where do we carry on with this message and uh, all the different uh, experiences you have to share so far? Well, I really, you know, we we're. We're, we get caught off guard a little bit by, by everything that's, that's happening to us. Again, it's, it's hard to believe that it's just been only 12 days on this part of the tour. Um, but uh, we started off in Las Vegas. We had an incredible time there, connected with some Facebook friends after we did the session and rode all the rides, like on top of the stratosphere and the the roller coaster at New York, New York, and at the Sahara, really went for that adrenaline rush. I didn't gamble at all. I I wasn't drawn to it. Every once in a while when I'm in a casino, I get drawn to a machine and I walk away with like three or four hundred dollars. But I uh, wasn't drawn to it in um, time. And we went from there to Salt Lake City, which we booked Salt Lake City two days before we got there. And we had an amazing group of people uh, in Salt Lake City. And we loved, just loved our experience there. And my cousins lived there also. Where did so you conduct nice. it? Where did you conduct it? In Salt Lake City? Yeah. Oh, boy. Was it you like a church or something? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were, we were at a... Um, at a healing center there. Let me, uh, you know what, the, the names and everything just slip right by oh, me, but okay. we were at the Transformation Station in Salt Lake City. Uh, cool. Amazing group of people that have put together a great um, wellness healing center, and they're moving into a new space. Um, Transformation so we're to go back station. to that at some point. Yeah, definitely. Got to stop by that station once again. <laughs> Choo-choo. Okay. So, so then we ended up in, uh, and, and we asked, uh, in, in Vegas we stayed in a hotel, but for the rest of the trip we asked for people to put us up. We like to stay with people in their homes and meet people that are, are drawn to this work. And so in uh, Logan, Utah, 
Um, a lovely, lovely person, Dana and her family, stepped up um, to host us. And, and they had a, their fifth wheel trailer um, on the side of their property. Um, and so uh, Neil and Ilya and myself and my daughter, Maya Ananda, and our dog, Jake, got to stay in our own space there. I mean, it was like being in a hotel, and they, Dana and her family just opened up their their home and their hearts to us, and we had an incredible experience uh, in, in Utah, in Logan. And then we went to Idaho Falls, and it was interesting how things came together for Idaho Falls. We ended up having uh, two dates booked in Idaho Falls. And so last Thursday, we, we went there to the Namaste Yoga Center. Namaste. And, uh, hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Now, this is a word I love to say, namaste, but there's many people who have no clue what namaste means. So what is your definition of namaste? My uh, definition of namaste is the divine in me honors the divine in you. Okay. What is yours? Um, I honor you and all those who came before you. Oh. Nice. <laughs> I like Thanks. both our definitions. Well, yeah, I guess there's probably many more uh, where that came from, you know. Um, just like a, opinions. Everyone's got an opinion, right? Um, but uh, I used to, you know, hear them say that at the end of yoga class, and then, you know, it just became a way of being. You know, certain people look at you like you're crazy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm right uh, here. Uh, okay, cool. You sound better, too, by the way. You must have switched positions or something. Yeah, that could be. I'm, yeah. in a, I'm in a coffee shop, and there's a little bit of a hollow sound in this room, so maybe it's better when I lean forward like this. Well, where you are now, where you were 30 seconds ago, that, that's all fine. That's good. That's fine. Yeah. Before, you sounded like you were out, of, you know, in outer space, but now you're back, so that's good. Now, let me tell you, I just pulled up the uh, definition of namaste um, on one of the sites on the Internet, and it says um, is both a physical gesture and a spoken spiritual salutation, which is the recognition of the design of the divine spirit or soul in another by the divine spirit in you. Ah, that's exactly and, what you said. And it says the word namaste translates simply to I bow to the divine in you. Oh. And what I love about that word is it it recognizes, you know, the reflection that we are of each other, and that reflection is truly the divine, is truly of God. And it really reflects the work that you're doing because, you know, you are working with groups of people, you know, raising their uh, um, cumulative vibration and vibratory, you know, however I was about to say it, but uh, you're raising the vibration of the planet by, by the, of the planet by doing these uh, sessions with people, and you're, you know, we are all one, we all resonate a certain, certain frequency, but when you get a group of people together that are more conscious, you know, you kind of turn the wave a little bit, right, of, of consciousness. And that's exactly what we're doing is, um, you know, very much going along with the Gandhi quote, be the change you wish to see in the world, um, we're, we're assisting people to look within. I mean, one of the mantras in our experience is self-observation is the path 
to transformation. And so it's, it's very much a group experience, but it was, it's probably better described as an individual experience within a group dynamic. Okay. And I'll give you an an example. We, in Idaho Falls, we got to the Namaste Yoga Center and we had a session for 10 women that night, all female attendees. This hasn't happened in several months for me. And I love the energy of this. And I will tell you that within the first five minutes of, um, you know, the, the first section, I mean, we talked for about a half hour or so, but then once we really get into the, the modalities, um, I would say six or seven of the women were crying. Mm-hmm. And because they were just so ready to release things um, from their field, aspects of their life, um, working with forgiveness. That's one of the big uh, frequencies that uh, energies we work with in this session is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, we were, uh, Neil, Ilya, and myself were so moved by this experience with them. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to tell you something else that happened in Idaho Falls. Um, we, nobody stepped forward with a, a home for us to stay at, but a local land developer, a business owner owned the, the building we were in actually, and a lawyer both stepped forward and paid for, they each paid for one suite at a local hotel for us. So Neil and Ilya had a, a suite, Maya and I and Jake had a suite, um, and they didn't even come to the session. And then the owner of the Namaste Yoga Center paid full price to be there and wouldn't take any money. We normally do a percentage split um, because we want to support these centers that we're at. She wouldn't take any money. Wow. And so we were just, we were so touched by that initial experience in Idaho Falls. The next morning we went to meet with the, the other center we were doing going to do the session at the next week, which is this week, earlier this week. And um, their center is called Healing Hands. And we were so touched by her energy and just sparked by everything that had happened to us. She, she works um, in, as a director of a foster home for kids ages 10 to 16. And so immediately, because I've done a lot of work with kids and um, teenage unwed mothers, all with this energy that I work with, I said, is it possible for me to work with the kids in the, in the foster home? And she said, well, sure. And so we set it up that, you know, Tuesday evening was the session, but Tuesday afternoon I'd do some work with the kids from the foster home. And we had a five-hour drive ahead of us that day, uh, the four of us and, and Jake, the Wonder Dog. <laughs> and we all started talking, and I said, you know what? Let's go in. Let's go back to Idaho Falls on Monday night. I'll do a, a group uh, presentation, not, a, not one of these multiple modality ones, but one where I sit in front of the audience and, and share stories and this and that. And the topic we decided was tools and techniques for living your dreams. And we decided that we would do this and all the proceeds, it would be by donation only, all the proceeds would go to the foster home. And so we called Christy from Healing Hands and told her our idea. Of course, she loved it. We had 25 people there Monday night. We raised uh, $200 for the, uh, 
for the fun fund for the foster home. Yesterday, they all went bowling. Um, and then the next day, we had 14 kids that I spoke to. Um, and I loved it. And you could see, you could see the, the recognition of what this energy means, what this perspective means to these kids ages 10 to 14 that have, or 10 to 16 that have come from, you know, some real challenging experiences. And then that night in Idaho Falls, we had 41 people in an unconditional love activation. And I got to tell you, we're going to be carrying this energy for a long time to come. They really, they really rocked our world. And, and the feedback was that we did the same for them. And, and what it became for us is, you know, this outward manifestation. It's what I'm saying all the time. Whatever's going on inside of you will be reflected right back to you in your outer experience of reality. And we are so much about love and unconditional love and sharing from the purity of our intent. And boy, Idaho Falls really hit that home for us uh, because everything that was reflected back to us, we have more places to stay and people taking us to dinner and, I mean, people giving us gifts. Uh, and it was just like, wow, you know, this, this is the reflection of what's, what's happening within us in our field right now. So just and magic, that's a, yeah, that's magic a thing. Yeah, magic unfolds. By the way, you moved your body like 30 seconds ago, and it was better before wherever you were. Is it better now? Yes, much better now. Thank you. It's so funny. All I have to do is lean forward for you. There you go. Life is simple. It should be simple, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's un- it's magic at it unfolds and uh, you know when you're doing what you know is right in your heart you know what you're compelled to do uh, you know all kinds of magic unfold that's just the way life is yeah that's exactly right and it just happens over and over and so you know you're out there listening to to this right now or this recording you know look at What's going on within you? Look at where you are emotionally. No one really knows what's going on inside someone else. We can put put forth a good facade and this and that. But you as the individual, you really know what's happening inside you. And I just want to remind you, because I'm not telling anyone. Hey, uh, we lost it for 20 seconds. You said, I'm not telling anybody what to do because I'm... Be here oh, to remind I'm saying you. I'm not telling anyone anything that's new. We're just serving oh. as this universal reminder. And the, the reminder is whatever's going on inside of you is what you're going to experience outside of you. And so if you want to experience something different in your life, in your day-to-day uh, you know, interactions with people, with work, with everything else, all you need to do is shift what's happening inside of you. Yeah, it's how you respond to stressors. For instance, you know, if you're uh, always stressed out and you want to lose weight, you have to realize that being stressed out all the time is going to release this cortisol that makes you actually fatter. It uh, grows this thing called the omentum right above your belly button, bigger and wider every time you get stressed out. So your reaction to every situation is not going to help your weight condition, you know, and uh, healthy people radio focuses on mind body soul so it's all interconnected you know it's how you respond to 
to when something goes wrong, you know, and anything can go wrong at any time as I've been discovering as life goes on, you know, uh, the, I don't know who, who named it uh, Murphy's Law, but it is in full effect, you know. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> in a couple of minutes, we're going to go to break, and then you do you have any other uh, very interesting stories, tales you have to tell, uh, stories to share? Yeah, I mean, there's been just all sorts of great things happening for us, and uh, you know what we're seeing is the direct connection between what we're energizing and and then what we're experiencing. So um, it's it's nonstop. Yeah, how do people find out about your program, you know, when you're in their cities? How do you raise awareness within that city? Well, because we're doing so many cities, we are uh, going to all these different centers and, and calling them and seeing if they're interested in what we're doing. And then they're sending it out to their email lists. And then we're promoting it on Facebook and and everything like that. But it's it's very much driven by you know, who's connected to the different centers that we're going to. Yeah, and you, if you go to touroflove.com, you can see if they're going to be in your city. Now, as far as the multiple modality approach, you know, some folks have no idea of even one of those modalities. So, you know, um, let me go to a very short break, and maybe you could talk about some of the modalities you've been doing. Would that be okay? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. We'd love to talk about that. Okay, great. Hold on. We'll be right back after we talk about these great shows on the Z Talk Radio. And living on channels. You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. Listen to Paradigm Shift with Dave and Christy right here on Z Talk Radio Networks every Friday night from 11 to 1 Eastern. Your hosts, Dave and Christy, will interview exciting guests, and you never know what they're going to talk about, but you can be sure it'll be out there. Check it out every Friday night right here on Z Talk Radio Networks, 11 to 1 Eastern. Paradigm Shift with Dave and Christy. another Saturday night and what are you doing? Are you tired of the same old boring Saturday night activities? If so, change things up a bit. Tune in to the Dear Emmy Show broadcast live on Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Z Talk Radio. Listen to the informative and innovative chats that Elizabeth Rose features. Or simply pick up the phone and call in. Elizabeth Rose and her co-host Tracy will be happy to share with you and talk, whether it be about love, family, friends, loss, or even life itself. You will find a new place to kick off your shoes and relax. So remember to tune in to the Dear Emmy Show live on Saturday night on Z Talk Radio from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
Your assignment is to listen to the buzz on Monday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. Central on ztalkradio.com. This message will self-destruct. Listening to Healthy People Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network. I'm Helene Burke, your host, and we are talking to Dr. Dream, who is one of the facilitators of this multimodality approach to love activation. Um, and it's the Tour of Love. You can go to the touroflove.com to see if the uh, they'll be in your neck of the woods anytime soon. Welcome again. Yes. I hear you typing away. <laughs> yes, I'm putting that. Uh, I'm just. <laughs> wow, this microphone's pretty good on this. New it's headset. excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I'm just putting that. I'm on live with you right now, and I'm putting it on my Facebook page. Cool. Uh, so people can uh, can connect. Yeah, they could go to ztalkradio.com and click on listen and chat. And then they go uh, to the chat room and I can make them a member if they wish. And we can have a discussion in the chat room or they could just listen right right to us. Uh, you know, I guess you can actually download it on your toolbar, you know, the radio show or ztalk radio. Just go to ztalkradio.com, darlings. I love it. I'm typing now. Oh, that's okay. You can type. It's a free country. Free. I want you to have my undivided. I want to give you my undivided attention. Well, hey, you you definitely are so filled with wisdom. That's for sure. So, uh, so for folks who are so not conscious, oh, it looks like. Uh, Oh, 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 never mind. I'm just, I'm just looking at the, uh, chat room. I was signed out there for a minute. Now I'm signed back in. Okay. Whatever. Um, okay. So it's all about how you respond to situations. That's what we just came back from talking about. And this keeps our, ourselves lean, healthy, and energetic. How we respond to situations in our life. You know, if somebody caught you off in traffic, you know, do you, you know, go off the deep end or are, do you just, you know, snicker to yourself? and realize how how filled with peace you are and how blessed you are to be in this wonderful automobile that works and you know you feel so sorry for this person who cut you off who obviously must be in a hurry poor them you know I mean it's it's a conversation you have with yourself that can keep you healthy or make you sick right that's exactly right I mean the biggest thing for me in my life and, and what we share so much in this activation is to cut down on the distractions 
I mean, I've gone months at a time without listening to any radio or any music in my vehicle. Uh, we got rid of our cable, so we don't watch TV. Um, you know, start weaning yourself from the distractions that keep you from seeing exactly how you are creating your experience of reality. And, and once you start to see how you're doing it, this becomes more fun than anything you could find, you know, on TV because this is real. This is you in your life stepping into your role as the creator self and making it happen. And there's nothing more exciting than that. And so whatever experience you're having, you're making it happen. Now, well, you know, majority, I, I just I just wanted to mention. Um, I noticed there were some statistics coming out that uh, you know mothers who have you know the more children they have, uh, the less satisfied they feel with their lives. I I would think that this information uh, has been well documented or well known about for decades, but people really feel guilty talking about. But you know, um, you know, I think a, a mother with many children or maybe maybe she feels stressed out by how many she has I, I you know some mothers even one child or two will stress them out to no end depending on how you know uh, they perceive uh, events uh, it depends on how laid back a person is how many kids they can have but you know how would you give uh, you know what kind of recommendations could you give to a mother that's stressed out with too many kids and uh, you know well, what more need I say? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great question. And I think, you know, again, what it boils down to is for anyone, I mean, we, we can address it from the mother that has several kids or, or from any of us that are stressed out or any of us that feel like mm, something's not quite right. And that, again, is just to turn inside yourself and say, what's really going on? You know, what is it about me being a mother and having these three kids that, um, that, that I don't seem to be handling it very well. And what do I need and what is missing? And start connecting the dots with what's going on inside of you and then see how it's happening outside of you. Maybe all that mother needs is a little bit of time to herself to do some yoga, to meditate, to, to do whatever it is where she's taking care of herself. I mean, I'm a father of, of one amazing child. I often say I have tremendous respect for anyone who has more than one child because of, of all that it takes. But, but I know what happens so often is that those folks with, with several children and, and lots of other responsibilities, they stop living for themselves and they start doing everything for all the other people in their life. And what happens is an inner resentment, an anger, um, just mad at the world, mad at, you know, how things are playing out. And, and you've got to identify that before, before it, it gets any further because, you know, the more that's happening energetically inside of you, again, whatever's going on inside of you shows up in your outer experience of reality outside of you. It's just going to be worse. Everything's going to be compounded worse for you. And so, you know, get in touch. This is one of the fun things about us um, exposing people to so many different modalities is that, you know, I mean, one of my favorites that, that we work with in all of our sessions is essential oils. 
and you can get you just make sure you get good the good quality essential oils and then it it's a small thing you've got it with you you breathe it in or you know we've even got um, some products that are a little uh, that they roll on to your wrist or behind your ears different pulse points and that can shift your energy immediately and it didn't take you having to you know go pay ten dollars for a yoga class and find someone to take care of the kids or anything else and the kids the kids love essential oils. And so Yeah, you know, um, I, I brought I brought this dog in the house that had been traumatized big time and she's with us right now and I put some lavender oil on her uh temples and it just calmed the whole room down, you know. It was amazing. And I also put some rescue remedy in their water, you know, those are back flower remedies. Do you do do you do any flower remedies with your uh activation? Healing. Yeah, absolutely. We do uh, one or two different flower essences uh, in our experiences, and um, again, it's it's we're doing ten or twelve different modalities, and it's it's a great experience for people because you, no matter what you know or what you're expecting, you cannot be prepared for all of this. And then the guided visualization and the sharing of these universal truths and this energy transference that that we do, it, it really creates a tremendous shift for people. The guided uh, visualization, what's that all about? What's that like? Well, we talk about, when we're talking about uh, forgiveness when we're talking about being the creator self we create these visualizations that um, as people have their eyes closed in their mind's eye they can kind of see this process of forgiveness they can when we talk about forgiveness we say okay you know and, and we introduce it and some build up we say now what's coming to your consciousness right now what are the pictures you see with your eyes closed are you seeing the face of family members you know, the, these are aspects of your experience that are ready for you to work with forgiveness. And so then we give them a way of working with that. It's, it's all very powerful to, uh, to hear what, what people's uh, experiences are with us and how it's, how it's changing us. I'm just, uh, the reason I'm stuttering, I guess, a little bit is I'm scrolling through my Facebook page to find a, a couple of quotes from people uh, that would would give you an idea of what actual people are saying about the experience, and so yeah. So how do you how do you walk them through the process? You were just saying that you kind of use give them tools to help guide them through this process of forgiveness. Well, I mean, this is a forty five minute or so section of the experience, so I can't fully develop it, and I don't want to cut it short by just you know being really brief about it but but what we do is we create a visualization that that people then experience within themselves based on what aspects of their life experience are being shown to them uh, you know coming to their mind and everything like that and we sh we show them how to uh, you know transform an experience that that, that you're not in alignment with, how to transform it to, uh, you know, being in alignment, to being in balance with it. And so the, this is, you know, there's so, all the work that needs to be done by, by us as individuals is inner work. 
There's there's really nothing that needs to be done outside of our outside of our minds, outside of our emotional bodies. Because yeah, I, when you do the inner work, it changes everything outside of you. Yeah, yeah. I was, I've had these discussions with my Shen therapist, and she does Shen therapy on me and works on the memories that are stored in the muscles. You know, in the conversations we have about it, it uh, it's like, you know, these memories are stored within us. They actually are cell memories. And they come bubbling forth to be healed, to be released, you know, to re be remembered, acknowledged. And now we can look at these things with a more adult way of perceiving them and we can heal them. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I mean, it, we're, we're ready right now. Whatever's happening energetically, whatever this shift is that's bringing us into 2012 and beyond is allowing us to clear out our stuff. I talk to people about, you know, there, there was a time that I think a lot of us just sort of swept a lot of the inner stuff going on inside of us under the, the carpet. That, that we, we boxed up our emotions and some of our life experiences and said, well, I'll deal with this may, maybe later if I even have to deal with it. But for now, I'm putting it in this box. I'm going to go put it in the corner of my consciousness. And actually, I'm going to put some things in front of it so I really don't have to deal with it. Well, what we're finding is that all that stuff needs to be dealt with, dealt with in, in one way or another. And right. so it's about going back into your consciousness, opening up that box of the uncomfortable experience of whatever there might be, um, guilt, uh, shame, um, whatever other emotions are wrapped up, um, anger, uh, whatever it is, and taking it out, acknowledging the experience, um, and really surrounding it with gratitude because without every single experience you've had, you wouldn't be who you are right now. Now, we can judge some of those experiences as like the good, the bad, and the ugly, but the bottom line is you are a product right now of everything that you've gone through. And I've got to tell you that the people I'm meeting, we've all gone through a lot, but who we all are today is beautiful, incredible, amazing beings. And that makes it a little bit easier to honor and have gratitude for what those experiences were. Even the really uncomfortable ones, they need to be dealt with. They need to be unearthed and processed. A lot of times in the moment, we don't have the processing capabilities that are really needed to, to get through some of our stuff. But uh, we know that all the people that make it into the unconditional love activation and make it into our sessions, that they are they're ready to to clear out their stuff and come back into alignment so they can further become who they came here to be. Have you ever heard of uh, Dr. Christine Northrup? No, I haven't. Well, she's uh, you know a major uh, leader in the integrative medical movement, and she does uh, tackles a lot of uh, women's topics, menopause, perimenopause, you know any type of women's issue. Christine Northrup, she's on PBS, you know, and she's written tons of books. But anyway, in one of her PBS specials, she talks about going through menopause and also going through your monthly periods. It's an opportunity for women every single month to process all this stuff that gets stored in their bodies and when women don't process their stuff 
throughout their lives and keep sweeping it under the carpet, their transition through menopause um, becomes, it's a very hard one and it just like hits the fan and it's a very bumpy road. But if you take the time every single month to process your emotions and whatever stuff comes up for you every month, and men I'm sure go through their monthly hormones too. It's just not as publicized. You know, men have hormones as well and go through cycles. But uh, in terms of women, you know, Dr. Northrop has uh, referred to this monthly cycle as being an opportunity to clean out the garbage and get, you know, sweep under the carpet and really deal with whatever emotions surface for that month, you know, and, um, you know, if you actually do go through this process, uh, your um, waves in your brain permanently shift from like AC waves to AC-DC waves, like they become, um, they, they, they vibrate in, in a way when you actually go through the shift such that, you know, you're always feeling bliss all the time. The, the, I, I love that you're talking about this because a woman's menstrual cycle is such a perfect time monthly to do a visualization about releasing and letting go what no longer serves her because of the whole process and, and what's happening on a physical level to really then tap into that and, and work with it and say, I'm releasing this stuff from the last month. And, and this doesn't serve me to hold on to in my relationship or this particular thing that happened or how I dealt with that. And one of the, the foundation beliefs we work with is that each and every one of us is doing the best we can with the tools we have available. And so to take that, I mean, a lot of times people kick themselves after the fact and they say, oh, I should have. I shouldn't have said that or I should have said something I didn't say or I, 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 I never should have done that, whatever it was. And, and they tend to beat themselves up. And I tell people, this is not the time to beat yourself up. When you are recognizing that you, sh you could have done something differently, guess what that means? You've learned the lesson. That means the next time an experience like that comes around, you know exactly what to do. So... Why would you beat yourself up and judge yourself when you've actually learned the lesson from your experience? Our life experience is about growing, learning, and evolving. And so when you look at something in your experience and you say, I should have done it differently. If I could go back, I would do it this way instead of the way I did it. Darling, pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a great big hug because you've learned the lesson and you don't have to go through that lesson again. And see, these are beautiful things. And what am I talking about here? I'm talking about really a slight shift of perspective. Going from judging yourself like, oh, I never should have said that. Well, when you realize you never should have said something, you learn the lesson. The next time you will do it the new way. And this is all about each of us doing the best we can with the tools we have available. And in each moment, the tools are better because we're learning. Right. Now, there are two people that you're talking to. One person who can say, I am the sum of all my experiences and I love who I am, so I must embrace all my experiences. And there's the person who says, 
I'm a total failure. All my, you know, experiences prove this to me. Let's hold on, hold on with that thought. And I'm going to go to a quick station identification. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's deal with the people who really don't like what themselves, all right? The people that, uh, you know, keep kicking themselves over and over again. Because I know that I've made the same mistake over and over and over again. And I did kick myself, you know, but I, I'm loving myself these days. Honest, I am. And, uh, you know, I embrace all my mistakes. But there are some people who, who actually are still kicking themselves and do not like themselves, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, let's address this when we come back. Okay, great. Great. We'll be right back. You know, if I can maneuver into a tight parking spot at the mall, I'm pretty much sexually satisfied. And I've been to the mall twice today already. (laughs) You're listening to Z-Talk Radio Network.
Well, we're back, and that was a friend of mine on the keyboards, Dennis Lewin. So we actually opened up Healthy People Radio with Dennis on the keyboards, and when we came on the air, we played Little Prelude in E by J.S. Bach. And the, the tune you were just listening to was Sonata in AK-533 by Domenico Scarlatti. So anyway, you can go to DennisLewinMusic.com and you can hear his stuff. I think he's got a radio show too. So Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S, Lewin is L-E-W-I-N, music is music.com, DennisLewinMusic.com. And we thank Dennis for, uh, you know, being so great on the keyboards. And this is Healthy People Radio. You know, music can affect your mind, body, and soul. So we'd like to throw some tunes in from time to time. And on the line, we have the exquisite, the mystical, the marvelous, the multi-talented Dr. Dream, who uh, raises the vibration of everyone he comes into contact with. And uh, we were just talking about people that don't like themselves and don't like the experience of life. You know, um, you know, for some of us, we can say we are the sum total of our experience experiences because we like ourselves and so we say okay it's okay it's all okay because I like who I am but what about the people who can't say that give me a half hour with anyone and they will be recharged with a new perspective to to love what this whole experience is about last night we did a our, our live podcast which is every uh, Wednesday night and uh, the topic was you are the miracle and and it's it's simply about becoming aware acknowledging and really enlivened becoming enlivened by this truth that that each of us as individuals are a miracle i mean take a look at yourself right now look at the meat suit you're wearing you we are so much more than that we've got we've got our soul we've got our spirit so from the very beginning for each of us as individuals we are the miracle and and then from that point on it's all about miracles everything becomes the miracle and when you start working with your life and I, I I really call it playing the game playing the game with reality and you can see how it works Everything changes. You're no longer the victim. You're no longer holding on to all this stuff that doesn't serve your highest good. And so, you know, so much of what we do is about, you know, really, really getting people charged up. I, I mentioned before that I, I sat with uh, 14 kids, uh, most of them from a foster home in Idaho Falls uh, the other day. And... Uh, they, you know, I mean, these are kids in a foster home. They, they, they've had a rough road of it. But, but what I saw in these kids and, and what I felt was this genuine excitement about what their life can be, not based on their past, but based on right now and into their futures. And it was incredibly exciting. I've also worked with uh, people that have been suicidal, um, and, you know, what is that? That's just giving up all hope for anything being worth living for, for anything being worth living for. And uh, I'm drawn to work with people like that, that, that are in that place, because 
I, I'm I'm the other extreme. I mean, I can look at a rock on the on the ground and just you know that can give me enough energy to get get me through the entire day. I get so excited about every little thing. I don't. I'm I'm choosing not to take anything for granted anymore. And the very first foundation belief of that is that I'm a miracle. That 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 me, Mark Peebler, Doctor Dream. I am a miracle, and everything from there, from that point on, becomes a miracle, and and that's that's what I'm out there consciously doing is making miracles happen uh, in my life and in other people's lives. Yeah, for the folks who missed the very first interview, you know, you had a house in um, Sedona, Arizona, and you were living the dream. Basically, you had everything you wanted on a material level, uh, but you weren't quite feeling satisfied, like you had actually done what you came here to do. So, you know, now you're on this calling with uh, teaching these multiple modalities and showing people, you know, how to get to these higher vibrations so that they can heal and love and live more uh, consciously. And, That's you know, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. And I love all the, I mean, the intro you did just after that break a little bit ago. I just, you moved right into asking me a question, so I couldn't, you know, express my gratitude for what you what you said about me there. And I, I may, you know, uh, put some of this, uh, take clips from, oh, from you're, this and, you're and use to. it for other things. <laughs> you're, you're, you, or, or I want to take you on the road with us or something. I just, I just love this. <laughs> Twice in 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 thirteen days, I get to to have the experience of being here on your show and your energy and and what you're doing to make a difference and and assisting people on their journey and and reminding them of what it takes to be healthy in body, mind, spirit, and soul and and that is just so exciting. I I get to come into contact with the most amazing people ever, and I am so pleased that you are on that list. Well, you know, if folks happen to be in your neck of the woods, I mean, you are on the West Coast, and you're going through all these cities. You can repeat them again if you'd like, and you can go to the tourofloveloflove.com to see if they're going to be in your neck of the woods. But some of these modalities, you know, if you happen to be on the East Coast or in India or in Australia, I know we have some uh, listeners who are in Australia, um, you know, you could still learn more about these multiple modalities and, you know, experiment with them like the flower remedies and the essential oils like you know the lavender is so great for just you know getting rid of headaches and tension and just transforming your reality in that very moment that you apply them to your temp- temples in a circular motion you know it just changes the room your experience of the room you know your 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 brain waves shift gears you know and these are simple techniques that you can employ wherever you are breathing no one has to know you're breathing okay <laughs> but three deep breaths, if you know how to breathe properly, can shift you, you know, out of one consciousness into an t- entirely different one that is healing, you know, loving. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great to just, you know, what you're talking about here has everything to do with intention. The intention to take three deep breaths to move your consciousness the intention to work with a flower remedy or an essential oil to raise your frequency, to raise your energy. And here's what happens. I came out of a meeting one day that 
I was a little out of alignment uh, coming out of this business meeting, and I, I got to my vehicle, and I reached for a crystal and essential oil, and <laughs> if you can believe it, Dr. Dream caught without an essential oil or a crystal, and I thought, wow, I tell people all the time that it's not about these 10 or 12 tools, modalities that we're using. It's everyone has what they need inside themselves in every moment. And so I sat there and I pulled myself together and I brought myself into alignment in that moment without an essential oil, without a crystal. And, and it was my intention because I intended to come into alignment right there in that moment. And, and, and so I don't want people to, to say, oh, geez, I don't have good essential oils or, you know, he travels with so much stuff and all this and he must be trained in all this. And the only thing that, that any of us as individuals need to, to, to shift in the moment is our intention. And one of the greatest things to say is, and this is an affirmation to yourself, is to say, I intend to feel good. Because no matter what's going on in the moment, no matter what's happening with you, you say, I intend to feel good. You can be so emotionally charged by some situation that you are unable to process in the moment, but it's really got your goat. You can say, I intend to feel good. I intend to feel good or I choose to feel good and that is so powerful and you will shift the energy right there just doing that that's all it takes I've actually gotten myself out of a physical illness by telling myself I intend to feel good or I want to feel good you know um you know if, if I, I had like a food I don't know what it was it was some I'm so rarely sick but I was very sick you know extremely physically ill and I kept telling myself I want to feel good I want to feel good I feel good I feel good you know and I just kept saying it over and over again and it actually snapped me out of it I'm, it works it I does mean, it really does work and and that's what I call playing the game it's like you know let go of of any um self-limiting thoughts about any of this stuff and just allow yourself to play the game and say well you know Dr. Dream maybe he's got a point so I'm I intend to have an exceptional day today I intend to get that job of my dreams I intend to attract the soulmate that that I want to bring that I'm choosing to bring into my life just start working on your intention Stop listening to, you know, the news. Stop, stop sitting in front of the TV. Stop with all the distractions and start really focusing, focusing and energizing exactly what you want in your life and watch it show up for you. That's the miracle. That's the magic of existence. And that's available to each and every one of us right now with no training, with no having to buy something, with no having to follow a guru or anything like that. Each of us empowered in the moment, right now, to attract, create, and manifest whatever our dreams are, whatever our bliss is, whatever we are passionate about. That's the miracle. 
Yeah, because uh, many people will focus on what's wrong with their life, and they get attention that way. You know, they want people to pay attention to what's going wrong in their life, and so they get an audience, and you know, they pay their audience with what food or whatever money. I don't know whatever they have, but people want to be listened to, and so they talk about you know what's wrong, and then they get people to pat them on the back and say, "Poor baby," you know, and then you know our are, what are you manifesting in your life? You're you're just getting yourself a uh, an audience of people that will pat you on the back and basically tell you what you want to hear and it, you know what what kind of life is that? So it's really you, you know. There's no shortage of people that will line up to validate your victim BS, your victim stories, your just the stuff that's going to keep you stuck. And, and people will line up to validate that. And, and so, you know, what are you doing? You're, you're keeping yourself stuck. You're, you're putting your story out there in such a way that they're owning part of it, the people that are around you. So you're making them a victim also. And, and it's this crazy circle. The buck stops here. Stop with the victim stuff. Become empowered. Take your power back. Create the life of your dreams and live it. Because this is the time. The energies are opened up. The collective consciousness is allowing us the opportunity to, to experience this. Sure, there will still be plenty of people that will choose to stay in the victim role. And, and you know what? Their life will show up in such a way that they will continue to look like they are true victims. But they're only a victim to themselves and to their undisciplined minds. And, and all it takes is a little bit of a shift. All it takes is to remember if the side of the coin you're looking at doesn't feel good, Flip it over, baby. There's another side to that coin, and that perspective is going to serve you better. Yeah, you know, because it's all about what turns you on. You know, whatever brings you joy. Now, if there are people in your life that suck your energy, or all they want to do is hear and li listen to your victimhood, you know, it looks like you need to have new people in your life because, you know, you don't want to be around people that are, you know, just sending you negative energy or uh, people that are not uh, lifting your spirits. So, I mean, the, the point is, is that what do you really want? What brings you joy? Is it, you know, sitting around with people, tell them, telling them how, um, you know, what a victim you are? Or do you want to remember what you came here to do? Remember what brings you joy? Because I truly believe that everybody already knows either what they came here to do or what brings them joy or what used to bring them joy when they were a kid. I mean, sometimes it might be about remembering uh, an old hobby that you must you, you might, might have done really well at one time in your life or maybe it's a newfound passion maybe helping animals or children or the elderly you know and it might just strike you up in the face and say oh my gosh I never thought of this but yeah this this works this gives my life purpose you know I sat there the other day while talking to these 14 kids, um, many of them from the foster home, and at the very end of, of my talk with them, I went around and I asked each of them what, what their dream was. And it was so beautiful. These are kids that, that are coming from, you know, their, their parents can't 
have them for whatever reasons, um, you know, maybe drugs and alcohol are involved or abuse or, or whatever. And, and to hear them share their dreams for their life. You know, a couple of them wanted to become uh, vets. And, and then, uh, you know, there, there, there were many uh, dreams that were about occupations. And then, and then one 14-year-old boy said that his dream is to restore a cherry red 1969 Pontiac Firebird. And his face lit up when he, when he told us all about it. And it was so beautiful. And, and so remember what your dreams are. And if you can't remember what they were, you know, find out what they are right now and then put the energies in place. Put the focus of your attention and intention in place. You know, energy flows where attention goes. And so you put your attention on your dreams. The universe has got to put energy in that direction. It's a universal law. So this is where it starts to get really fun and very exciting for all of us because this isn't just for for, for, for me or, or for you, you know, and, and looking like we've got everything just going perfect in our lives. This is for everyone. This is for the kids in the foster home. This is for the um, unwed mother of four uh, struggling to get by. It doesn't need to be that way. Make a new choice. Look at, look at everything from the, from the perspective of I can affect this right now in this moment and then do something positive to affect it, and then you get into that habit. It's about changing habits and creating ones that really serve you. You get into that habit of doing positive things in each moment. Your life has no choice but to reflect that back to you. Yeah, and miracles happen. People just start showing up. Once you're clear on what you want and what brings you joy, people just start showing up in your life who can bring you more joy and more of that. Hold on to that thought. We're going to be right back, I promise, okay? All right. With Dr. Dream and the Tour of Love, and uh, we'll be back in a flash, promise. listening to Healthy People Radio, and I'm Helene Burke, your host, and uh, we are speaking with Dr. Dream, who is conducting the Tour of Love, and uh, we're talking about creating the world, the life that you want, uh, simply by intending it 
first knowing what you want, you know, instead of focusing on your victimhood and what's wrong with your life, you know, you'll bring more joy into your life and those around you by identifying what it is that brings you joy. And then once you decide on that, you know, people and opportunities start showing up left and right, right? That's exactly right. And I, I love what you're talking about, which is each of us as individuals giving ourselves permission to dream our biggest dream, permission to identify what it really is that we choose for our lives to be about. Well, you can't be a victim when you move into that perspective and you give yourself the permission to identify what makes you happy to the very core of your being and then know that you can live that everything shifts everything shifts yeah and so it's all about shifting gears you know I had this eating disorder that lasted 18 years you know and the way I shifted out of that eating disorder was uh, well first developing a really good relationship with myself I got rid of all the people in my life that told me I wasn't good enough wasn't smart enough wasn't pretty enough wasn't this that or the other enough and um, I just decided doing um, to start doing the things I loved in life. I started to write more. Uh, I wrote a column. I produced a TV show. I produced a radio show. I wrote a book. I bought a house. I was designing, you know, the uh, uh, landscaping, and I was, you know, redoing the inside of the house and just having a, a lot of fun with my life. And there were people in my life who were still trying to throw bombs in there, you know, and create chaos for me, but uh, it was a matter of degree, you know, I, I started back then to, to limit the amount of chaos creators in my life, and uh, really the breathing was the other part of healing from that disorder, the eating disorder, I would take three deep breaths before I would choose to go on automatic with the eating, because when you have a uh, any kind of disorder, um, you know, you go on automatic, you know, where, um, you know, the impulses just take over and they just, you know, take over your decision making process. You know, it becomes like a circuit that does, it goes real fast. And the way you cut that, the way you slow everything down is to breathe and it breaks that cycle completely so that you can get a grip again. You can get back into the saddle, you know, of your own being, you know, instead of letting something run you or take over you you're back in the saddle with three simple deep breaths and and that's what I discovered was just unbelievably effective in kicking this lifetime disorder of eating you know that's a great technique really great technique because again what does that do it allow it allows you to step into conscious awareness instead of your default setting and it, it then becomes intention and you're making a decision, you're making a choice in each moment and that's the message for all of us. No matter what's happened in our past, no matter how out of control things have gotten for us, we've learned from it and now it's to be conscious and aware in each moment and to make a conscious and aware choice in each moment and that's what that breathing did for you. It said, whoa, stop the pattern, stop the habit, stop the default setting, and you're breathing, which just enlivens your cells and your body, and then you get to be conscious and aware. 
and then you say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make a, a different choice. And that's, that's beautiful. What you just explained, what worked for you is what I talk about all the time. I'm, I'm, can I use, can I use this story? Of course. It's so perfect. Well, you know, it really does lift you into a different frequency, a different vibration. One is chaos and anxiety, and then it, it you transfer over into being in the saddle. You know, you are the space between the thoughts. You're, you know, in a different frequency, and you're back in control. You're back in the saddle. I love it. Tell us, tell us a little, I want to hear a little bit about the breathing. How would you describe that? breathing to someone who's not, you know, into breath awareness or anything, someone new, new to breathing. <laughs> well, you know, some people call it belly breathing because you want to expand your belly with breath. So when you bring the air in through your mouth, you want it to travel all the way down into your belly. And then, you know, some people like to envision the, the Buddha where the stomach gets bit big with breath. You know, but I, uh, I also say, you know, envision that your body, your, your stomach is a balloon and fill that balloon with air, you know, and, and then completely release the air, you know, and if you do that three times, you can't help yourself, but be in a completely different vibrational space, you know, frequency. I mean, you can't even help it. There's nothing you can possibly do. Is this in and out of your mouth? Yeah. Okay, so breathe not not through the nose. Oh, oh, you could breathe out through your nose. Okay, but in through the mouth. Oh, oh wait, wait. What was I doing? Now I'm confused. Uh, no, <laughs> in through the nose, out through the mouth. Okay. Okay, I was confused. But you know what? Anyway, you did it. I mean, when you're anxious and, you know, you're in that... Um, automatic mode however you get the air in whether it's through your mouth or your nose you, the air's got to go in so I can't remember which I did I just know that I needed three deep breaths and yeah, I wasn't that sophisticated you know in, in uh, the breathing techniques I just know that I took three deep breaths and that um, got me off the merry-go-round you know into forward yeah, movement have you used this technique with any other um, types of situations, like when you're upset about something? Or, I would say, or... yes, yes. I use this technique when it, when it comes to facing a fear, when I'm afraid of something that I absolutely nice. must do and there's just no turning back. I just have to do it. You know, so I focus on my breath and I stop thinking. You know, when you, that's part of it is to, to stop the brain and focus on the breath. You know, because your brain is what gets you anxious. All those thoughts, you react to them, you respond to your thoughts, and your thoughts might be lies. They may not even be real, and you're responding to them, you know, with all these hormones and chemicals that are stressing you out and boosting your blood pressure and your fear level. And, you know, people will reach for sugar or starch often because that raises serotonin, and it's like flooding the, the brain, you know, with a tidal weight of serotonin serotonin to help calm you down you know and so some of these desires to eat sugar and starch are simply you know tr us trying to calm ourselves down from all these fearful thoughts that we're having that may or may not be true and you know we're responding to these thoughts so the thing is to stop thinking and focus on your breath for a few breaths you know that that allows you to get off the merry-go-round and into the moment, you know. 
and then you can make a new decision when you're in the moment. See, these are the tools and techniques, and, and we all have things that we've done that have been successful, and, and, and this is such a great interaction right now, is, is for all of us to share, like, what's worked with us. I do a, this uh, free live podcast um, teleconference every Wednesday night, and it's called Lessons from the Front Line. And I, I titled it that years ago, five years ago, because it's what I'm learning in the front line of my life. And so every week I talk about what's been going on, what I've learned, how I moved through it, got through it, processed it, came into alignment, whatever it happens to be that week. But we all have these stories. We all have these tools and techniques and things that work and perspectives that we can slip into that allow us to shift in the moment, that allow us that opportunity to, to change something. And so just for all of us to open up that dialogue. And so, you know, you want something to talk about other than being a victim? Talk about your successes. Talk about what's worked for you. Talk about anything that feeds your soul and the soul of the people that you're sharing with. That's the, what we're moving into. By the way, how do people find this podcast weekly, you said? Yeah, uh, you can. Uh, I've got, I think, almost 80 recordings now, actually including your interview with me from last week, and this one will be up there also on iTunes. Great. And you go to iTunes and just type in Dr. Dream, D-R Dream, and you'll find lessons from the front line. Or you can go to my website, drdream.com. And um, on, the, on the bottom of every page, it says uh, download free MP3s. And again, there's almost 80, I think there's 80 there or 78, something like that. And they all have different titles. Last night's uh, podcast was You Are the Miracle. Uh, there's some radio interviews. We're doing radio every week right now with different people. And so I love to put those up there because there's great interaction in that. And um, on the, there's a link on drdream.com that is calls and events. And when you click on that, you get the instructions on how you can call in and be part of the teleconference each week, the live podcast. And it's a energy transference, we call it. And we actually do a oneness blessing as part of this. And uh, but listen to one of the recordings and see if you want to you know be on the the call live. A lot of people can't make it, or the people we're connected to in India and Australia and um, even England and and Spain and other countries. Uh, our time schedule isn't such that they can be there live or the expense or they don't want to Skype in or whatever. But uh, all those all those are available free for everyone. And so I get a lot of great feedback. I've got a great story about Facebook. I was up late one night and uh, I, I always have it available for people to chat with me. And I, I don't know, I'm coming up on 4,000 friends now or something like that. But I was uh, sitting there just reading some stuff, other people's pages, and just getting energized by what people share. And uh, someone opened up a chat window with me and, and said hello. And I said hello. And they said, um, I just listened to your podcast from last week. And I just want to thank you for sharing this with all of us. 
and, and how meaningful it was. And I, I typed back, you know, thank you so much for, for, for sharing that, that it meant something to you. I don't always hear from people. I can tell how many MP3s are listened to because, or how much, um, from, from how my server is. But, um, I, I was really grateful. And I said, by the way, you know, where are you? And, uh, he typed back that he's on the, uh, southern edge of the Himalayas in India. Oh. Listening to my recorded podcast, and I just thought, if that's not, if that's not just one beautiful, amazing aspect of Facebook and this connection, and and you know, I, I meet people that say, oh, Facebook is terrible and what a waste of time, and I'm like, well, then you're not using it right because what what I've got these connections I've got all over the world. I think we talked last. Um, two weeks ago about the person in um, another country that was suicidal and connected with me on Facebook and in four messages back and forth uh, we had shifted the energy for this right, person. Right, right. I mean, you know, it, Facebook is, is amazing. Social networking is great if you use it the right way. Just like everything else, it's a beautiful tool. How are you going to use it? Are you going to use it to waste time, to distract yourself, or are you going to use it to raise your vibration and the vibration of all the people you can come into contact with? Well, some people need to distract themselves because if they're thinking of contemplating suicide, you know, that moment lasts for how long? You know, if you could just get through that moment and distract yourself from, you know, carrying through that act, you get to the next moment, which is, you know, what a stupid idea that was, you know. So uh, some people need to be distracted and uh, some of us don't. But, um, you know, it's it's suicide is, is a big deal. And, and the fact that you're able to talk someone out of killing themselves, you know, and you've never met this person before, you know, it's... Uh, it's what we're here to do. We're here to serve each other. But I make myself available for everyone. You know, find me on Facebook. Uh, type in, you know, my name is on the drdream.com site. It's Mark Peebler, P as in Paul, E-E, B as in boy, L-E-R. Ask me to be your friend on Facebook. Connect with me. I do phone calls all the time with people that don't have the money to pay because of certain circumstances in their lives. Um, I'm here to assist everyone that needs to be assisted, whatever that happens to mean. Yeah, and I wanted to also, I'm going to go to a very quick break, but I wanted to um, talk about more modalities that folks can use if they can't come to one of your uh, sessions on the West Coast. Maybe you can give throw some more ideas of different modalities, uh, vibrational medicine, so to speak, that people can use to lift their vibration and uh, have an alchemical moment. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we'll be back. I'm just going to promote uh, a show. Now, uh, Our Worlds is coming up next, uh, but Dear Emmy is is on a Saturday night, I believe, uh, but I don't have a promo for Our Worlds, so I'm going to play the Dear Emmy promo instead, and we'll be right back, okay? Okay. Okay. I am living on You're listening to Z Talk Radio Network. I am living on Channel Z. 
It's another Saturday night, and what are you doing? Are you tired of the same old boring Saturday night activities? If so, change things up a bit. Tune in to the Dear Emmy Show, broadcast live on Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Z-Talk Radio. Listen to the informative and innovative chats that Elizabeth Rose features. Or simply, pick up the phone and call in. Elizabeth Rose and her co-host Tracy will be happy to share with you and talk, whether it be about love, family, friends, loss, or even life itself. You will find a new place to kick off your shoes and relax. So remember to tune in to the Dear Emmy Show live on Saturday night on Z Talk Radio from 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Healthy People Radio on the Z Talk Radio Network, and I'm Helene Burke, your host, registered dietitian. Today we're talking about vibrational medicine with Dr. Dream, and he's doing the tour of love on the West Coast using multiple modalities to raise your frequencies, your vibrations, so that you can heal yourself. You know, if you're feeling the love, you're going to heal. If you feel hatred, anger, jealousy, all those emotions make you ill and add to disease. Uh, they boiled it down to that fact. Ask Dr. Oz. He'll tell you. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to mention once again that I played the um, Dear Emmy promo, which is Eliz- another name from, uh, for Elizabeth. Uh, she, she's got a couple of nicknames, but anyway, Our World is up next, and uh, that's uh, another one of her shows on Saturday night. But Elizabeth Rose is such a fascinating woman, and definitely stay tuned. Uh, she's uh, me- like a medium psychic type type of individual, but very in tuned, very wise. Always has fascinating guests on. So, and Tracy is often there with her co-hosting. So, anyhow, um, I'm gonna stay tuned, and we have about 15 minutes left. So, how can we fill those minutes with the highest good, Doctor Dream? <laughs> Well, we we do get a lot of interest from people regarding all the different modalities that we use, and people ask me, you know, what? How did you learn about all this stuff? And I guess just over the years, in my travels, in some actual classes and certification programs, and in other just experiential um, opportunities to work with with all of this, that that I've kind of been traveling around and collecting modalities. Um, I've been trained in Reiki and different energy work, and so that's part of what we do. We work with crystals. 
Now, I lived in Sedona, Arizona for nine years, and those of you that know about Sedona know that it's uh, a bit of a mecca for all things metaphysical, and and uh, it's such a beautiful place with with uh, vortexes and this and that. And I learned, I was I was into crystals before I got there, but I learned so much more about crystals uh, in Sedona. And one of the things that we do, everyone that comes to the workshop gets uh, one or two crystals to to take home as a gift from us. And I would say, we were just trying to calculate it the other day, in the last four years or so, I've probably given away somewhere between twelve and 15,000 crystals. Wow. And the beauty of, of like crystals, it, it, they're easy to work with. You find a crystal you like at the local crystal store, um, at the you know wherever you go to get crystals or online, and and it you use it to focus your energy, to focus your intention. Remember, these are all tools, but a tool is nothing if it's not being used correctly. Tools don't work on their own. You know, tools need someone on the other end of it. Like a hammer is not going to get up and pound a nail in. But someone who takes a hammer because there's a nail in front of them and pounds the nail in, they're using the tool. But it's very much about each of us as individuals focusing ourselves on what it means to to work with these different modalities. We talked about... So how does, how does somebody use a crystal who's never used one before? You know, whether it's a clear one or a purple or a pink. Well, you want to find out what kind of crystal you have. I mean, if it's purple, it's probably amethyst. If it's pink, it's probably rose quartz. And then just you can simply go into Google and type in uh, uh, metaphysical qualities of amethyst or just qualities of amethyst. And it'll tell you about that stone. Um, or, or clear quartz is... Um, a, a crystal that can hold a lot of energy and it can literally your your intention can charge that crystal so one of the good things to know is unless it's like kyanite or citrine two different uh, crystals or minerals that are unable to hold any negative energy it's really good when you first get a crystal to uh, clip to clear it and you can do that with sea salt and water or taking it to the ocean or focusing your intention on the crystal to clear it. But some way, use a technique to, to clear the energy from it so it can, it can then be at its peak level of performance for you. Yeah, because someone else with negative energy could have held that crystal before you, so you want to make sure you clear out any negative energy pre-existing in that crystal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't, uh, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. And so here's what you do once you've, once you've cleansed it or cleared it. You hold this, whatever particular crystal it is, in your right hand. Your right hand is your receiving hand. Get it? R, R, both words start with R. So your right hand is your receiving hand. And you hold it in your right hand, and you feel the energy. If it's rose quartz, it's about love. It's about the heart chakra. And you connect with it, and you feel that, that energy from it. And you feel it triggering you in those ways, to be more open in your heart, to be you know whatever it is that that, that crystal is focused on. Citrine is a great one because it's all about... 
um, positive energy. It's all about uh, creativity and clarity. And so when you focus on what the particular crystal is um, naturally for, then, then you are right there working with the crystal. You're right there working with it. And, and allow yourself you know, this experience to see what comes up and what feels right to you and build your, you know, create your own ceremonies and rituals with all of this. That, that's a very powerful aspect of us being human is to, to create these, these ceremonies, to create the, the, the methodology with which we work with everything. It gives it more meaning and it, it really hits it home more. So what about uh, a mother with four kids or five kids? How would she find time to create a ceremony? Like what would be an example for someone in a situation where they don't have any time? Oh, you know, saying that someone doesn't have any time is simply a belief system. If the more a person says they don't have any time, the more the universe says, wow, this person really must not want any time. So let's give them a reality where they have no time. So, you know, watch how we word things also. But someone who's got a lot going on can wake up in the morning before the kids get up, hold their crystal in their right hand and lay in bed and, and focus on how they want their day to be. Focus on the fact that the kids are going to have a great day, that, that you're going to have a great day. That, and, and then sort of play it out a little bit in your mind of, of what that means to have a great day. And create this vision, this picture of what a great day is for you. It can take two minutes to do that. I, I haven't met anyone ever that doesn't have two minutes. Right. And we all have different definitions of what bliss is to us. You know, what bliss is to me might aggravate somebody else. And so it really is a unique experience. Yeah, I mean, this is... You define what everything is. You as the individual get to define what everything is for you. And by the way, your biggest dream may not and probably isn't anyone else's biggest dream. And that's the beauty of all of us as individual reflections of the oneness of all that is, you know, that, that, that we're unique. That we are the snowflakes of humanity. No one is alike. No one human is alike. Just the way no one snowflake is alike. And to honor that in yourself, and it's not about comparing what your biggest dream is to mine or to anyone else's. It's about owning your dream for your life and energizing it. And that's it. You don't have to learn and study how to do this stuff. Connect with your heart. Have a faith, a belief, a knowing that all of this is working, has always worked, and will continue to work in your experience, and now choose to do it consciously. Yeah, and take time to search your heart, if you haven't already, to find out what it is that brings you love and bliss and joy, you know, and take time, take a slice out of your life, you know, take the time to, you know, search your heart to, to uh, create an intention for yourself. Because if you don't know what you want, anything will get you there. You know, if you, uh, if you don't know where you want to go, you can walk in any direction, really, and end up anywhere. So first things first, you have to find out and search your heart. What is it that you want? 
you know, what That's exactly you- right. I love what you just said about if you don't know, you know, where you're going, how can how can you get there? I mean, if you start off in Los Angeles, California, and you want to drive to New York, you're going to decide how you're going to go. Are you going to go the northern route? Are you going to go the southern route? Where are you going to go through? What's your plan? It's the same way in your life. If you're starting out where you are right now, wherever that is in your life, and you identify what your biggest dream is, you're going to create the, the map to get there. You're going to kind of figure it out. Now, you may take some detours along the way. You may meet someone in, in Texas who says, wow, you're driving to New York. You've really got to stop here. And it may not be on the path you thought you were going to take. So certainly always be in the flow, but create a plan and take action. It's not enough just to think about things. You need to take action. The universe responds to us when we take action. We may get moved in a different direction. We may realize like, oh, wow, this is what's opening up based on the synchronicities we're seeing, the, those, those signposts as they, as they were um, for us saying, wow, go in this direction. But you've got to take action to get things going. You can't sit in your apartment and say, I want really good things to happen to me and then just sit there and think they're going to happen for you. But you, you know, part of sure. part of the action might be just talking about it with a friend or someone you know who is open to your ideas. Because so many of us keep our dreams inside of us, and they let them die. You know, we let them die. And you know, if you feel like you you just are not capable of any action, a simple action might be is to talk about it. Just because then once you share your ideas with people, they may have ideas you never thought of or they may share it with someone else if it's okay with you who has a brilliant idea you know and it's like nuclear fission they come out of the woodwork you know the ideas and the opportunities the choices you know that's a great thing but but also watch out about looking for outside validation for your dreams look out for for needing outside validation for what you're doing. It's time for us all to take our power back, to become empowered, and to validate our own experience, and to give ourselves a a pat on the back ourselves, instead of expecting someone else to give us that pat on the back. Because this is really important. When you're not looking for it outside of yourself, and you're finding it inside yourself, That is you stepping into your power. And so many of us have given our power away over the years, you know, looking for outside validation and and other people to make it happen for us. Well, yeah, I see. I definitely see your point. And what I was saying was, you know, um, just just having somebody be a witness and you say hey this is what i'm doing with that sense of you know knowing that hey this is what's next for me not what do you think of this idea but more like hey this is what i'm going to be doing next you know this is and so it's more of a declaration than it is you know what do you think of this idea you know it's it's, it's very powerful sharing our dreams and our visions for our life just choose the people you're sharing it with because you don't want to share it with people that are going to say oh Oh, that's ridiculous. You can't do that. You know, we all have those people in our lives. Absolutely. So be selective about who you share it with. And and it is 
very empowering. Very empowering because what you're doing is you're placing your order with the universe when you share it with someone. You're putting it out there. You're saying, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what I'm doing right now. And there's a power in that. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, and, and your point about making sure you're sharing your vision with people who won't poo-poo you, because I certainly did grow up with people who, you know, would never even let me open my mouth. You know, they'd be shutting me up before anything even came out. So, you know, that's really important to keep your ideas to yourself until you are in safe ground, you know, with people who really care. You know, definitely, you don't want to be throwing your pearls of wisdom to swine, right? <laughs> so with that, uh, you have been listening to Healthy People Radio, and Dr. Dream has been with us over the past couple hours. Thanks so much, by the way, for keeping us company for the last two hours, Dr. Dream. You're so stimulating and exciting, and uh, his tour of love is happening now. And you, you want to quickly mention all the places before we say goodbye? Sure, absolutely. We are on our way. We're in Haley, Idaho tonight, and then this weekend we're in North Lake Tahoe and two dates in Reno, and then we're on um, throughout California, Northern California, Oakland, Santa Cruz, Berkeley, San Francisco, Redding, into Oregon, Ashland, Oregon, and Portland, and then Seattle, Tacoma, Washington, uh, Vancouver, B.C., Victoria, B.C., uh, Mount Shasta. I mean, the list goes on and on. See www.tourofloveturoflove.com. Find the schedule, connect with us, come out and see us, invite us to stay at your home. Um, we just have so much to share and so much love, and we are infinitely pleased that we have all of you to share this with. So, And thank you so much for having me on your show twice in less than two weeks. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I'm absolutely honored, and I'm, I carry your energy while we're going out there on this tour of love. So I appreciate that. Well, I'm all about raising my vibration. It's definitely been a journey for me. So you're helping me, I'm helping you, and we're uh, reaching out and touching the vibes of this entire planet with uh, raising that vibration, feeling the love, and connecting to your source energy, what you came here to do. So carry on with your tour of love. Check out the tour touroflove.com and uh, keep us uh, updated okay most certainly will have a great day live in the now moment and make it the best now ever amen right on will do thank you ciao okay well uh, our world is up next and we're just going to play a quick promo and say ciao we'll see you here tomorrow uh, noon to two on the Z Talk Radio Network, that's three to five Eastern Standard Time. So, and we'll talk about medical nutrition therapy and all kinds of good stuff. Oops! You are listening to Z Talk Radio Network. The next generation of talk radio for Generation Z.
This has been a production of the Z-Talk Radio Network. Radio. Healthy people radio. Healthy people radio.